Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Iona Athletics Podcast, your source for all the latest news about the Iona Gales. I'm your host, Mike Phillips. We've got a good episode for you this week. We're going to be talking in just a bit with Jasmine Fogel, a graduate assistant on the women's basketball team. The women's basketball team has been on the uptake of late. They have been playing much better. We'll catch up with Jasmine, talk about the women's team, talk about when the turning point was, what they look to accomplish as this regular season wraps up. Make sure you stay tuned until the end of our podcast for the upcoming schedule for Iona Athletics. Should be an interesting week this week. We will lay it all out for you at the end of the show. But we will get it all started with our weekly recap of the week that was, and we will get to that right now. We'll start on Monday, February 17th. Last week's guest on the podcast, Elise Darcy from Iowa Women's Lacrosse, was named the MAC Defensive Player of the Week. The Iona Athletics podcast bump coming up strong there. We'll go ahead to Tuesday, February 18th. Iona men's water polo earned an ACWPC academic distinction, so good job in the classroom for the men's water polo team. Marnie Skinner from Iona's softball program was announced as a candidate for the Senior Class Award. And Grace Sparrow of Iona Track and Field was named the MAC Track Performer of the Week. It feels like always we have a track and field performer getting that honor for Iona, so this time it's Grace Sparrow's turn. Going to Wednesday, February 19th, Oshin Devereaux was named the MAC Golfer of the Week. Good job for him. Iona men's basketball went on the road, fell at Siena, narrowly 65-64. They snapped a four-game winning streak. E.J. Crawford had 23 points for Iona. The Saints hit a go-ahead free throw with 2.3 seconds to go. Tough loss there for the Gales, but how they respond, we'll get to that in just a bit. And women's water polo also in action, dropping a close one to four, to number 21, Princeton, 12-9. Jordan Van Rieken had four goals. Laura Rocket had two scores as well. Jordan Hale, 15 saves in the cage for Iona there. We'll go ahead to Thursday, February 20th. Iona women's basketball picked up its seventh MAC win, going ahead and topping the Siena Saints, 58-47. Morgan Rayku knocking down six three-pointers, 18 points on the game. Monica Berry also scored 14 points. Second home victory of the year for the women's basketball program. We'll go ahead to Friday, February 21st, the MAC announced some all-academic teams. Iona women's program had eight student-athletes honored. The men's teams had 16 student-athletes honored, so congratulations there. Iona softball dropped their season opener to UMBC 5-4. Jessica Chilcott had a triple homer, two RBIs, two runs scored in that game. Men's basketball win an absolute thriller at home against Ryder. 70-69 the final score there. E.J. Crawford had a game-high 22 points, but this one will be remembered for Isaiah Ross hitting the game-winning three-point shot with 12 seconds to go, putting the Gales up for good. Huge effort there from Iona, a big win as they sweep the Bronx in the regular season. We'll go ahead to the baseball team as well. They dropped their series opener against New Mexico State 7-5. Jake Libertor, Tyler Cannon, each homer in the loss. We to Saturday, February 21st. We'll go back to the baseball team. They dropped a pair to the Aggies. Game one, they lost 9-6. Game two, 8-1. Derek Becker, Jim Pasquale each had three runs batted in for the Gales over the course of the two games. The softball team split a doubleheader at the Chanticleer Showdown down in South Carolina. Game one, Coastal Carolina picked up a 2-0 win over Iona. Alana Evans tossed four and two-thirds innings, allowed two runs. Kara Zazaro, one and a third innings of scores relief. Game two, Iona wins 12-10 over UMBC. 
the first win of the year for the Gale softball team. Jessica Chilcott had one hit, two runs scored, two walks, four runs batted in. Kayleen Walter had three hits, a run scored, four RBIs in that game. Finally, we'll go ahead to Sunday, February 22nd. The Iona softball team dropped a... Actually, before we get to Sunday, I want to mention one more thing here. Women's water polo wins a pair up the Courtney Fisher invite up in Poughkeepsie. They beat Villanova 14-12. They beat St. Francis Brooklyn for the first time 12-4. With the victories, Coach Brian Kelly was a guest on this podcast earlier this year. Was named as he became the winningest coach in Iona program history. Congrats to Coach Kelly for that incredible accomplishment. Now let's go ahead to Sunday, February 22nd. Iona softball dropped the final game of its weekend tournament against Seton Hall 4-3. The Pirates hit three solo homers in the late innings to get the win. Iona threw three pitchers in the game. Alana Evans, Marty Skinner, Kara Cesaro. Women's basketball hit the road, lost to Ryder in Lawrenceville 53-41. Juana Camillion had 11 points in 36 minutes of action. The Bronx pulled away in the second half. Outscored the Gales 16-9 in the fourth to make it a win for the Bronx. A season sweep in women's basketball. Iona baseball wrapped up the weekend against New Mexico State. Dropped the finale 18-4. Jake Field and Brian Bacone each had home runs. It was the first collegiate home run for Brian Bacone. And finally, we'll wrap up the Iona MAC Indoor Track and Field Championship. The men's team placed third at the championship. Jack Hopkins, who we spoke to during cross-country season, back in the fall on this podcast, was named the Mac Co-Track Most Outstanding Performer of the Championship. Iona has won this track Most Outstanding Performer for three straight seasons. Jack Hopkins won the 3,000-meter race and was part of the winning DMR team. Iona ended up taking spots 1-5 to five in the 3K race as well. Iona swept the podium in the mile with Jack O'Leary taking first place. And Jerome Solis won the 200-meter sprint in 22.05 seconds. The women's team placed fourth in the championships. Eglay Morinete, who we spoke to a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, named the MAC track most outstanding performer of the championship. Iona has won that one on the women's side for two straight seasons. Morinete won the 5K and the 3K races. She set new MAC records in each. Jenna Nuttall also won the women's mile race, and Caitlin Ortman finished third in the same race. So great accomplishments all around for the track and field program. And that will do it for the week that was in Iona Athletics. Up next, our interview with Jazz and Fogel from the women's basketball program right after this. All right, we are back here on the Iona Athletics Podcast. Joining us on the phone today is the graduate assistant for the women's basketball team, Jazz and Fogel. Jazz, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a fun year to watch the women's team. But before we get to them, can you tell me a little bit about what you do as the graduate assistant on the program? Of course. So um, I basically assist the coaches with anything that's needed. Um, basically like another advocate for the girls, you know, with just finishing playing college basketball. Um, I know what they're going through. Um, time in and time out, just to be there to support them and just make sure everything uh, goes swell. Um, I assist the coach with anything that she asks me to do, um, individuals or is it if it's just uh, rebounding for one of the players while they're shooting. Um, I'm all hands on deck. Anything they ask me to do, I'm there for it. 
Yeah, that's definitely a good, good function to have. And I had a chance to speak to uh, Coach Chambers earlier. She was a lot of fun on our conversation. What's it like working with her every day? Oh, she's awesome. She is a great uh, individual, a great human being, um, heart of gold, to be honest. Uh, she doesn't, she, she's not just worried about what's going on on the court, but off the court as well. She's just invested into anybody who um, works with her, uh, comes across the path with her. She's a great great person to be around with and work every day. I'm, I'm so uh, honored, and it's a great opportunity to be able to work with her and the other uh, coaches on our staff. So um, it's definitely been a great experience. I have I, I literally, it's crazy, because when I first got there, I, within the week, I feel like all of us connected as if we've been working with each other for years. So it's just that family um, connection that we have, and the vibe that she brings every day just brings us closer every day. It absolutely is, and you mentioned you were here last year when things were not so great for the basketball team. They've already done very well this year. It's a past their win toll from a year ago, so you, as somebody who's been here two, both these years, what's the a big difference you've seen with this team? Well, last year, um, you know, we brought in myself as the first year. We brought in, They brought in two other coaches as their first year as well, um, and they brought in a lot of girls to the um, the team, so this year we just Everybody's back, basically, um, including uh, Lucia and Deja. Um, Paula sat out for a couple uh, for the whole season, and she got to see things from the bench side and what she can do when she gets out there. You know, it, everybody says we're a young team, but bringing back everybody it makes it seem like we're a veteran team. We're still learning, um, still make mistakes, but like I said, we're still learning and going on with our process. But the fact that we went through adversity last year and dealt with um, the losses and were able to pick up the pieces to, you know, make a little playoff run. That just gave us momentum for the next year, um, gave us a lot of uh, expectations for the, the this year to come, and we just worked all summer and worked all uh, preseason to get to where we need to be. And I think just bringing back everybody and, and everybody understanding our culture and what what is expected for this season, um, it just was a great opportunity for us to, you know, make our run. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that stuck out to me this year is that you guys are very, very good on the road. This Gales is six and four away from the Heinz this year. So, why do you think this group has done so well on the road this year? Oh, I, I think we we just go into every every uh, arena that we've been in away, and just with that chip on our shoulder, like you know, everybody is looking to beat us. Everybody is doubting us that uh, we can't get the job done, and we just go there, we play together, and we just make it work um i don't think it has anything to do with away being away and being home um our home games we just kind of struggled to close out um some of the close games due to foul trouble or due to turnovers and kind of got us our couple losses at home but um like i said we're learning and we are trying to figure out or we figured out our mistakes and just uh putting the pieces together um limiting our turnovers getting more assists uh, staying out of foul trouble is our Key main things that we can do to control our end, um, and then we get to get that win. Yeah, this year did not start out great, but they've been playing much better since the New Year. Is there like one game you think was the turning point for this group that sort of said, you know what, like we can really do this? Um, I definitely think the Kanisha's uh, game away. Uh, we went two and zero in Buffalo, and the Kanisha's game and started it, and it it came from everyone. Um, I think everyone finally can see that it doesn't take one person to get it done. All of us are on this team together uh, gets that job done and uh that Kanisha's game was a little rough because uh, we had 
when our, our captain go out, Tori, she went out uh, with 45 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And at that time, it was a tied game. Um, and, you know, we could have even, we could have folded and, you know, just felt sorry for Tori in that moment. Or we could have been like, you know what, we got this. We can, we're going to win this game for Tori um, and we're going to get it done together. And that's exactly what we did. We had Gabby knock down some key free throws. Monica stepped up and knocked down some free throws that she subbed in for Tori. Uh, Wanda played awesome that game, you know, and, and it just shows that it doesn't take one person. All of us together can get the job done together. And I think that was our turning point because the next game, Two days later, we played Niagara, and everybody who played that game scored. Um, everybody contributed in some type of way. Um, and, you know, since then, we've just been making our run. Yeah, you have making your run. I think you mentioned her already. One player's made a very key role in this run is Juana Camilleone. And as we're recording on Monday the 18th, 17th, I don't have the date right, excuse me about that, guys, but she's really stepped up of late. She scored at least 10 points in eight straight games. How important is she to this team? She's our... She's our advocator on the court. Um, she knows every player knows exactly where everyone needs to be, so everybody um, respects her and everybody listens to her, and she just gets it done. She creates for um, everyone on the court. Um, it's She's a great kid. She has a bright future ahead of her, for sure. But um, she just makes sure that everybody you know knows their role and, and then their place, and she stepped up big for us um, the past couple of games. But like I said, um, it's definitely been a team effort, and they're just, you know, they're all working together and we're all putting the pieces together. Everybody's knowing their role and knowing what they can contribute to this team, and that's what's been making us successful uh, to make our run. Yeah, it has been a fun run to watch. As we approach the end of the regular season, what do you think the team has to do to keep building on this recent success? we got to keep playing together. That, that's the number one thing. Um, it's not going to take one person to get us all the way to the championship. It's going to take um, a group effort and uh, I think our girls have seen that these past couple of games and seen that, you know, if we play together, we limit our turnovers, we get more assists, we stay out of foul trouble, just play to our standard, we're going to be great. Um, and we're going to be just fine. And I, I really believe that uh, this spark that we've got going now is going to be very beneficial for us before uh, conference play starts. But in and on a winning streak and keep it going, I think we'll be just fine. All right, there you have it. Jazz and Fogel from the women's basketball program. They have a couple of games left in the year. and hoping to make a big run in the MAC tournament. Jazz, and thanks for the time today, and best of luck the rest of the way. Of course, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, and there you have it. That was Jasmine Fogel from the women's basketball program. For our full interview with Jazz and Fogel, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Gales. Sunday, Monday, happy days. All right, we are back with the upcoming schedule for Iona Athletics as we wrap up the month of February. Let's go to Wednesday, February 26th. Women's lacrosse team is home again, hosting Central Connecticut at 3 at Mazella Field. We'll go ahead to Thursday, February 27th. The Canisius Golden Griffs, the common opponent for the Gales on this day. Men's basketball heading up to Canisius as day one of their Buffalo trip begins. Women's basketball will be hosting the Golden Griffs at 7 at the Heinz Athletic Center. One of the last two home games for the Wady Gales, so please come on down, support the team there. We'll go ahead to Friday, February 28th. The track and field program will be sending some runners up to the Boston Last Chance Meet, while baseball begins a weekend series at George Mason, Game 1 on Friday. 
We'll go ahead to Saturday, February 29th. Women's Lauder Polo will be at the Wolverine Invitational Ann Arbor. First up, a game against Bucknell. Lacrosse is home on Saturday as well. They're hosting Lafayette at one at Mazella Field. Men's basketball continues the Buffalo trip. Game number two at Niagara. Women's basketball hits the road. They take on the Saints of Siena. Baseball, they game two of their weekend set with George Mason. That will be on Saturday the 29th. And Women's Water Polo will wrap up the day with a matchup against Santa Clara at the Wolverine Invitational. And finally, on Sunday, March 1st, Wolverine Invitational again. Women's Water Polo will be taking on the host school, Michigan. They're also taking on St. Francis University, that in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And baseball concludes their weekend series with George Mason. Final game on Sunday, March 1st. Hard to believe it's already March, and that will do it for the upcoming week in Iona Athletics. For all the latest game times, information, and news about the Iona Athletic Program, be sure to visit our website, www.icgales.com. You can also follow us on social media. Just search for our handle, at ICGales, across all major platforms. Be sure you stick around next week for another brand new episode of the Iona Athletics Podcast. But until then, keep fighting the good fight, Gale Nation. Fighting the good fight. Never keep